Don't drink soda. Little Donnie Wahlberg. I don't remember Mark Wahlberg ever being in the group either. Jonathan Knight. Yeah, Mark. No, Mark Wahlberg was around he shortly. Was, he was Marky Mark. And remember? the Funky Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Funky Bunch, like, did that come out of New Kids? I'm wondering. Um, see, in this list, it says the band consists of brothers Jonathan Jordan Knight Joey McIntyre, Donnie Wahlberg, and Danny Wood. Yeah, see, you don't need two two sets of brothers in the group. No. You know, that's just way too much. You don't. Yeah, it's too much. All right. It's too much. So we got this ready. Uh, do you want to give us a countdown? No. No? Computer, give us a countdown. Computer, countdown from five. Okay. Here's countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Awesome Ty. Computers here, the one and only artificially intelligent podcast co-host. Smart plugs in the house. He's been he's been moving. You know, like uh, like the dummy. He's kind of like he's kind of moving into my territory. He did. He's moving on his own. I didn't move him. Like he's he's taking up my screen space now. Yeah. Do you want to move him back up on the thing? Yeah. Uh, Free Candy is also here uh, in Canada. Free Candy, say hello to the people, bud. We can now. We can't hear him, but he's still he's talking. Yeah. He has, Rest you should be able to hear him. Yes. In post, you should be able to hear what he's saying. We'll pop, we'll pipe it in. Uh huh. Um. Thank you for joining us on the pre-Christmas episode, uh, Extravaganza Extraordinaire, where we are going to be having a funky, funky time. Let me, I got a, I forgot there was like a skit in the beginning of this. Can get a little louder or no? Yeah, it's not funky enough, man. Like, I need to get a little pop in my head. How's that? Yeah. Now I'm not sure. Funky, funky Christmas. And I don't know if this is something that we'll be able to play without talking over consistently. Yeah. Because it's really only uploaded from the New Kids on the Block YouTube channel. So this is the New Kids on the Block Christmas song. It's funky, funky Christmas. They're gonna explain it. Yeah. Celebrate it with them. Ready as I'll ever be, steady. Come on, we got a funky, funky Christmas going on. We got funky some sick, Christmas sick going on. Rhymes, funky rhymes, funky rhymes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, a lot to unpack here. We found this new kids on the block song, which is, I think, definitively. You found it on a worst Christmas song. Yeah, it was list, on a list right? of worst Christmas songs ever. And I'm going to have to disagree that it's, yeah, you know, like no. this is a, a tremendous Christmas song, in my opinion. A lot of our listeners might not even remember or know who New Kids on the Block were. They were like a, they were like the original white boy band that like predated Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, mm-hmm. like the late 80s. Yeah. And you know, they, you know, they kick some funky rhymes and they sing some funky songs, and they were very, very popular. Yeah, you had new kids on the block, and then you had boys to men, and it was like a white group and a black group. It was like a yeah, race they're war. They're really comparable, though. And also, I feel like boys to men like was kind of after new kids. Were they? Yeah. I, when did boys to men computer computer? When did boys to men release their first album? Boys to Men's first album, Cooley High Harmony, 
was released in 1991. Yeah. Yeah, New Kids on the Block was like in the 80s. Yeah, right? they, they were they were falling off by 91 already yeah. for sure. All right. So, um, New Kids on the Block, they, you know, paved the way. They walked so Backstreet Boys and One Direction and uh, uh, BTS. BTS, so they could run. Yeah, yeah, they did. And they put out this banger of a Christmas song, Funky Funky Xmas. They're, I mean, you're promising a lot of funk, you know, by saying funky twice in the title. Mm-hmm. And they delivered on the set amount of funk. Yeah, I, they I really think it Uh, Let's see if we can get to the beginning of this one more time. Run it back, playboy. Have a funky, funky Christmas. So they really, you know, do a little introduction out the gate. New get everyone. It's Christmas time. We're going to celebrate with a rhyme. Danny D, are you ready? Ready as a little bit. You know, Joey Joe, ready. Jordan and John. Yeah. Okay, so they're calling out to each other. You know, yeah, we got like a roll call happening. Yeah, they're looking, they're pointing. That yeah. one guy's real nervous. I mean, they didn't overdo it with the vocals on here. No, um, there's a lot of beat, a lot yeah. of instrumental. Yeah, the beat's really the star here. <laughs> yeah, the want- star of the show for sure. But yeah, they, 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 they contribute to the song. Don't get me wrong, but the beat is you know like that's banging with that mm-hmm. cowbell. They wanted to let it ride. Let's see what else they got. Okay. So they're doing like a bad Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. You can tell that's where they got their rapping style from for sure. It was like early Beastie Boys. Yeah. Well, weren't the Beastie Boys? When were the Beastie Boys? Were they Beastie after? Boys were before them. They were before. Yeah, the kids? Beastie Boys like. Like first got popular in like eighty four or eighty five. So it went Beastie when, Boys, New Kids, and then Boys the Men. Well, Beastie Boys, I wouldn't really consider them a boy band. I would, I would say they were more of a legitimate rap group. rap group. Yeah, 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 I'd give them that. Well, what is a rap group if not a boy band that raps? Eh, I guess it's whether they're they're crossing over into what's considered pop. Yeah. I would call like I, mean, I would call ICP a boy band. There could be a little bit of crossover, but the, at the to be a boy band, it, you have to make pop music. Which okay, ICP obviously doesn't make pop music. Beastie Boys, not, not they've so much. made pop music. I mean, have they? Yeah, they did that uh, that whole album of covers. They did a Christina Aguilera song. Well, see the like. T- by definition, pop is like popular music. Oh yeah, you know? no, they so, never made pop yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Funky Funky Christmas is lit. It's a bona fide it's, it's hit. Funky. Yeah, it's funky that. as fuck. And I don't know why it's on that list of bad Christmas. Yeah, songs. yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, we thought that you know we could explore this uh, this Christmas song, little known Christmas songs, uh, bad ones, cheesy ones. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot more Christmas songs than we re- originally anticipated when yeah. we were looking through a, a list of them. And as we continued to just go down this list, there became some some interesting titles, I guess. Mm-hmm. We dug a little deeper, and, and we found some. I mean, you guys yeah. thought maybe like Dominic the Donkey last week was a little <laughs> bit a little bit wild. You ain't seen nothing yet. No, and uh, Dominic the Donkey, you know, was lit. And that I think kicked a lot of people off. They said, "Wow, that was great." Dominic the Donkey was on that worst list too. Yeah, it was which, on the worst I mean, list. Like they obviously are, are, they have no business writing for Rolling Stone. No. Um. So, 
a lot of a lot of times what's going to happen on these other podcasts that you listen to they're going to go hey it's christmas time christmas music right they're playing christmas music everywhere am i right yeah yeah i can't even walk through yeah, my true value or my my home depot without hearing uh jingle bells uh-huh and then they play baby it's cold outside that song's about a rape and if i have to hear mariah carey sing um all I want for Christmas, Christmas is, is you. you. I, one more time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my temper. I'll see her sing it all day, though. What? I'll see her sing it though, because yeah, that that outfit, that. yeah, the Santa outfit, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's that's Christmas, you know. But all these other podcasts, they're gonna be like, uh, oh, baby, it's cold outside. That song is, you know, he's trying to slip something in a drink. He's, uh, you know, uh, holding her against her will. It's a Oh, we still play that. It's like that's played out. They Speaking do that every of, year. of a, a rapey Christmas song, though, and the Mariah Carey Christmas song, um, supposedly that when Justin Bieber was like first emerging, you know, as like a young teen singer, he and Mariah Carey did a duet of that. Which I mean, Whoa. given the context of the song and like them singing with each other about it, like that, that feels a little rapey on Mariah's part. Who was who? I mean, I, was I, he the man or was she the man? Well, it, I think it's just one one part, right? No, there's two parts. Is it? Is I really gotta go, baby. It's no, I'm, ta- cold I'm, I'm talking. To, no, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about all I want for Christmas is you. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I thought they did, baby. But it's still, cold but still, I mean, like, could you imagine Justin Bieber, 12 years old, and Mariah Carey doing? <laughs> that would baby actually be really outside? good. But yeah, no, I can I cannot really imagine that. Uh, well. That uh, I can't wait until like we get that um video AI generation tool that where you can just you know it's like chat GPT where you just plug that. in whatever you want to see and we can make it happen. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so you could kind of do that with Wikipedia now, you could kind of just like put in whatever you want and plug it in and make it happen, make it a reality. Yeah, but then you get quickly banned, banished um, indefinitely. Like that actually just happened to me as uh, as we were talking about. I got I made you know a simple edit to to. I mean, it doesn't really even matter whose Wikipedia page it was. I honestly don't remember some celebrity. Maybe maybe I included like um, you know, just like a uncited fact in their biography that this person was like a taxidermist at one point mm-hmm. and i don't know why i did it and i don't know that it's true but within seconds so when ty been- told me this story the first time when we were off mike he said i said that they were a taxidermist before they got famous and i don't know why i said that <laughs> you said, I, I, I don't know why i did it really like ran and i thought that was a great point it, it's as random as you could possibly get but mm-hmm. i don't know I, why you know, i can't I, even I, tell you I guess I just got like the sudden urge to edit a Wikipedia page and see like if it was still super easy, and I I did so, and that was probably just a random thing that came into my head. But within seconds, um, like I'm still like on the Wikipedia page, like a pop up comes up that says you have been um, your IP address has been banned for making Wikipedia edits by some moderator. And some moderator within seconds removed what I uh, what I added and and banned me from um, um, making Wikipedia edits on anything for, for all time on my IP address <coughs> and um, under the they cited the reason was vandalism. Hmm. They're saying that I vandalized the the Wikipedia. 
Damn. And I, I mean, like, I beg to disagree. Um, I can take it up with a governing board of, you know, like an oversight committee, but they advised me that, that very, very few appeals are, you well, know, they don't have they time to look that. at everyone's appeals, so they can only do a few appeals, but I'm hopeful that, that they'll take mine into consideration and hopefully reinstate me as a potential Wikipedia editor. Yeah, because uh, there's no way that this moderator could know if this person was a taxidermist. Yes. Yeah. Like technically, yeah, I probably should have cited my source, but, but like you said, you could have been in the middle of that. Yeah. And there's lots of unsighted things that, you know, on Wikipedia, like they're not every little thing is cited. So like for them to just jump to the conclusion, he doesn't know that this person was an ataxis, a taxidermist. This is like a little known, it was like a little known, um, British professional wrestler from like the 1970s, I want to say, yeah. that I had somehow stumbled upon his his Wikipedia page. So like, I highly doubt that whatever moderator pulled my, you know, like cited me for vandalism and pulled my my inclusion. Um, I don't think he had all the facts. No. I don't think he could disprove that that person was. Yeah, a exactly. He couldn't disprove it, and I don't. I'm not in the in the Wikipedia editing space. I've always wanted to, but I tried one time and it didn't work, so I just never did it again. But when you become like a moderator on Wikipedia, or does every page have their own specific moderator that's like into that thing? I don't think so. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Or is actually, that moderator no, just like... No, because I was actually able to go to see like through clicking... Um, see this moderator's profile and look at the other edits that they've been making. Like their most recent edit was was removing what I had put, but the, like it was just all random edits. Like it wasn't like, like any sort of cohesive things? topic. Yes, yeah, just completely random pages. So I don't know. So I, do I, they just look at whatever they? I have a feeling in? they're they're looking anytime someone makes an edit, they just look it at pops it. Up it pops up on and like they, a list. And they have the authority to decide or you know whether or not this is. A true, true edit. And I I mean, I object to that. Honestly, I thought Wikipedia was supposed to be inclusive. We all contribute to Wikipedia and maybe things aren't always cited perfectly, but. Yeah, I thought it was a free space for free speech. I mean, was the guy a taxidermist? That's really beside the point. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, yeah, hopefully that appeal goes through. Yeah, yeah, I'm hopeful. Uh, Uh, Also, on the notes, some exciting, something exciting. Something real exciting. Oh. The trailer for GTA 6 is released. Everybody's been seeing it. You've oh, been yeah. seeing the videos and the memes and yeah. the things. Yeah. Real exciting. Uh, it's dropping in 2025. I'm not crazy about that, man. Like, I feel like they probably should have, like, get, released the trailer, like, a, you know, a year out and not, like, a year and a half out or however long. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's, well, it's worth the wait. It looks pretty cool. Well, I did hear that if they want to release it in 2025, that it has to be released within the fiscal year, which would be before April. So it has to be in the first quarter. Okay. For it to be an official 2025 release. Otherwise, it would be a 2026 release. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it regardless. It's going to definitely be something that I have to keep under lock and key to prevent my children from finding or ever playing. But yeah. still, it looks pretty pretty fun. Um, you know, set in Florida and you get to see lots of Florida people. And I'm assuming do, you know, harm to them. 
just run around <laughs> shooting these Florid- Floridians. Yeah, which, I mean, for that, sure. could, that could probably um, help release a lot of pent up aggression that a lot of us feel towards people from the state of Florida. So I'm all yeah. for it. Florida is a notoriously wild and depraved place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even people from, you know, uh, California, which are, you know, pretty liberal and, you know, uh, socially advanced people, <laughs> as opposed mm-hmm. to someone that lives in, you know, Wisconsin. Who just eats cheese and goes to church? Is all that the all time. they do? Is that all they do there? Yeah, I saw. I was watching a ninety day fiance, and there's this new season. There's this guy that moved from uh, Korea, I want to say, and but it is kind of risky to guess on something like that. I'm gonna say Korea. He moved from <laughs> Korea, and he moved to somewhere in like Middle America. Where everyone in the town is white. They've never seen an Asian person before. I find that hard to believe. It's wild. So do I. But then I saw they've it. They've literally never seen an Asian person. I yet. added that part. I'm assuming that they've never seen an Asian person before. But these people, it's like off of any major highways, away from any major cities. And it's just its own little town. It's not like a Shandon sized, like shitty town. It's like a full-size town, but there's no reason for people to, like, go through there. So these people are just, like, sheltered and, like, looking around, everyone was just, like, white and old and inbred looking. See, I feel like maybe it was like that more, and maybe some places still are, you know, I don't have the ability to say, but I feel like pre-internet, Maybe that was a lot more true, but with, you know, everybody has the internet now, they're all linked up, they can see, you know, what's going on everywhere else and kind of steal from other cultures. Yeah. So I would assume it's more, you know, like. But, I mean, it's really all about the type of things that people consume, too. There's certain things that I'm sure are, like, a lot more popular in middle America. Yeah, like Alan Jackson, who who yeah. actually, we one of these songs that we found is... um. <coughs> Is um Alan Jackson? What's the song called? It was uh. This is, this is a don't, diff- don't get drunk for Christmas. Please, please, Daddy, don't get drunk on Christmas. I think is the actual full title of the song, which you know is definitely something that's probably more popular in Middle America than it would be here. But I still find it an interesting song, nonetheless. Please, Daddy, don't... Who, John Denver originally did this? I think this, it was I originally think? John Denver. I could be wrong, but Alan Jackson perfected he it, it for sure. Yeah. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. So, I mean, right Pretty off the dark. bat, they're, yeah. they're getting into some dark domestic <laughs> disturbances that are going on in this household. Obviously, the father is a bit of a drunk Christmas. and more than likely... I mean, if mom is crying, he's probably beating her. Yeah. Um, he's probably beating the child, but the child's sticking up for the mom. So it's, it's you know, chaos in this house. And this child is pleading with this, this drunk father to, to give them one year or one day of, of the year yeah. where they can, you know, feel free of his, his violent outbursts and binge drinking. And, I mean, Will he do it? You know, we don't it's know. Dark, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they I don't know if they wrap it up in the third verse or not. But yeah, we didn't. Make we're gonna it to assume that. that it didn't happen. No, I don't think it did. I think that you know, Mama probably caught a black eye for Christmas, got some coal on her eye, or he said something like quirky like that. Yeah, put a lump of coal on her eye. 
Uh, so that actually is a pretty bad Christmas song. That's not one that's like, wow, it's on the bad list, but it's actually really good. <clears throat> I can go with no, that. Yeah, that's kind of bad. That's middle America stuff. Yeah. They listen to that. We yeah, don't listen to that. That's so for every dark, minute, it's Florida stuff. For every you know, three and a half minutes that they're listening to Alan Jackson, Daddy Don't Get Drunk for Christmas. That's three and a half minutes that they're not taking in some sort of, uh, you know. Now, do you think that, like, something since that song came to be, do you think that people that are finding their own selves in, like, a similar family situation then play that song in their household to, so that the, the drunk father hears that and he's, I mean... I don't think know. that that would do any good. I think if anything, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of a drunk dad... Is that easy for you to do? So I'm a da- Okay, so look, I'm a dad. I live in like a probably rickety house. This yeah, house oh yeah, I'm picturing a trailer in the um the little thumbnail for the Vivo. Yeah, it's, it's, a, trailer. it's a trailer. Way less decoration. Tiny trailer. Like if there's three people living in that trailer, yeah. like that's that's tough. That's, you know, those are small quarters for sure. Well, I don't think, I think that this kid is probably just, you know, the one that is, you know, the better at writing songs. I think there's three kids. So it's guy got my wife, I got my three kids that are all living in this trailer. Uh got a dog and I have like this crazy drinking problem. Yeah, yeah, you're drinking every day. You're I'm just, drinking every you're day. I'm whiskey drinking whiskey I'm picturing work. just like a, a a Jack Daniels bottle that you're just or Jim Beam possibly. Yeah. And I'm drinking at work. I'm, you know, passing out on the forklift. Yeah, you come, you go to the bar right after work and, you know, get even more drunk. And then you mm-hmm. stumble, stumble home, possibly drive home. And you just wreak havoc on your, yeah. your poor family. I get home and I fucking kick the door in and I go, where the fuck is dinner? And then when I see that there's a plate of food, you know, with like steak and green beans and mashed potatoes, cold, all that stuff's bad cold. Yeah, yeah. That stuff you got to have. No, you it want fresh. a piping hot meal. Yeah. So, like, really, your wife needs to coordinate that. Better. I got it cold. And just because I said I was going to be home at 6 30 and it's now 10 30 doesn't oh. mean that it should be cold. Yeah. So, you're going to just throw a real fit. And I got my vape, right? So, I hold it in my hand like a fist pack and I just go to town on this lady's face, my wife. That is, that is dark, my friend. That's... I think of, I, I, you know, I'm wearing my wedding ring, which is, you know, making dents. And I'm thinking about our our wedding day and how she promised that she was going to have hot dinner ready for me. Was that in in this couple's vows? Yeah, that was in the vows. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking about how she lied, you know? Yeah, in the eyes of God, that's a lie. Yeah. And uh, what are we... Why am I pretending to be this? Now I'm gonna, again? I'm gonna, I forgot why. I'm, I'm gonna turn it around a little bit and present an alternate theory about this song. Okay. What if... You know, this kid's just a little weenie, and the mom's an uptight bitch, and the dad, like, he, he's, he he's doesn't... He's trying he, his best. He doesn't beat the kids. He's trying his best. <laughs> he's trying he, his you know, like, he's, you know, going to provide them a, a good Christmas. He works hard, <laughs> and the mom's just never, never satisfied, mm-hmm. and she's just constantly nagging him, and he has a couple glasses of wine in the evening. Maybe she thinks he's drunk and the child thinks he's drunk, but he's perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, like a reasonable. Wine just has that strong odor. Reasonable average alcohol consumption responsibly Mm -hmm. going on in the house. And mom is so uptight that she sees that and she starts crying basically to manipulate the situation and gaslight him. Yeah. And maybe she's like hurting herself. 
she's hitting herself. Yeah, she's got it's like a like a Munchausen type deal where, where she's just like shit. harming herself for attention. And then she shows the kid and she's like, oh my God, your dad did yeah, this to me. And, and maybe there's some Munchausen by proxy going yeah. on with the child, making the child think he's sick all the time and, and blaming it on daddy being drunk or something. Yeah. I mean, it's a double Munchausen. You really got to, you got to look at it from all angles here, but <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, but either way, if I was the dad in either of those situations and all of a sudden I hear, a needle hit a record and daddy don't get drunk for Christmas plays over the house stereo. My tower speakers, you know, that I got from Randy. <laughs> if that were to happen, the, I would these be, enormous speakers that are taking up <laughs> so much room in this, this tiny little trailer that you've got three people <laughs> crammed into. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he, but it gives it it's good sound. Any way you slice it, man, like that's a dark place to be on Christmas. <laughs> so I hope it all works out for it's that. It's good family. sound. And if I heard that song, I would be pissed. There's no reality where I wouldn't be pissed and I wouldn't take that as a shot at me. So I don't think people should play this song if they're in this situation. I, I have a feeling like most people don't play this song. That's why we didn't know about it, but I mean, you know, maybe in middle America, like we said, they've got, you yeah, know. That was Alan Jackson's official YouTube, so let's see how many plays it has. 36K. <laughs> you hear that? Um, 36, Alan Jackson, 36,000. He's a bigger star than that, right? Like he's Alan way Jackson bigger than that. Should be having and that is millions. Alan Jackson's official YouTube channel. 36,000 yeah. plays. A lot of people aren't touching that with a 10-foot stick. No, not at all. We might be the only podcast that's ever played that. Because I've never heard that before, and I listen to podcasts. Do you listen to podcasts? What's going on to, over there? I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I'm, I'm pulling up this list again. Oh, okay. Uh, Crimble pulled up, which is, you know. Oh, yeah, Crimble. Yeah, we can touch on Crimble, but I'm trying to get this list again. So Crimble is a new term that we're going to be it's, it's using. Not new. Well, it's not I mean, new. It's new to new us. To us. New yeah. to us. It was coined in the '60s by the Beatles, who um, mm -hmm. historically were very big fans of Christmas. You might it, know them seems... as the Monkees. No, we're the Beatles. Were the Monkees not the Beatles? No, those are two different two different groups. The Monkees were more of a boy band. They're almost like the the '60s equivalent oh, of, of New Kids. Yeah, whereas the Beatles were more credible musicians. Or they were like the '60s version of the Beastie Boys. Nope. Who were the '80s nope. version? Because the Monkees, like, kids. I don't think that they actually played their instruments. I think that was all just for show. Oh yeah, they did that thing where they just like did the weird. Yeah, whereas the movements. Beatles, I mean, wrote and performed some of the greatest songs. They were of the all Taylor time, Swift so. of their generation for sure. Uh, so they made a song. Was it a song they made? They, or they did made, they just coin they made the Christmas term? songs? But they also they came up with this word "crimble" to describe your you know your holiday cheer. Yeah. If you've got some, I don't know if they use it as an adjective or as like a a noun or it seems what. Like, are you crimble? Are you feeling crimble? Yeah, I think that's that's what I'm assuming. I'm so. very crimble. Like I'm happy. Yeah. I'm joyful. I'm cheerful. Yeah, and there's various levels of crimble that one can have. Yeah. So I think that crimble could probably make a huge comeback. I think it should. I think we're ready for crimble to come back. Um, you know, we don't have. We don't have like a current word to describe no. someone's Christmas cheer level. And I assume that like in the sixties when the Beatles were out and they said Crimble, like it was a it was a crazy time Vietnam, you know? Yeah. Woodstock. Yeah. 
I think this was actually before Vietnam and Woodstock. This is like <laughs> early sixties Beatles. This isn't like late late era Beatles. Oh, okay. I think this so, is more like Hitler. Clean cut, like yeah, Hitler. Cut. No, no, no. We don't got Hitler anymore. Hitler died after in the 40s. Hitler. Stalin, maybe. Castro. Castro. Fidel Castro. I think this okay. is around the JFK era. So perhaps. Castro, he's out there. He's he's making his rounds. He's climbing the ranks of the boxing circuit. No, no, no. See, he was a dictator. In Fidel Cuba. Castro. Yeah, was a boxer. No, he was a dictator in Cuba. He wasn't, a, but he boxed. I don't think so. Didn't no. he fight Mr. T when no, Mr. T was a boxer? No, no, no. You're thinking of a, like a different, maybe like a different Fidel or something. Fidel does sound like a boxer's name, hmm. but I don't think Fidel Castro ever was. Um, so know. Fidel Castro was like a president, but a mean one. Yes. Yeah, essentially. And he was he was out there. He was starting Vietnam. <sighs> And the Beatles were singing, and they were making Christmas songs. People needed they needed they crimble. Needed a crimble. They needed crimble in their lives. Just it like came we at do. the perfect time. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, look at the the world today. You got mass shootings every other day. Mm-hmm. We need crimble more than ever. We're we living in that. a post pandemic world, the yeah. new normal mm-hmm. they call it. Mm-hmm. So crimble, I think, is needed right now. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to spread the crimble. Uh, do you spread crimble? I think you can. It sounds delicious. I, yeah. Some toast. It does. With some it does sound like a nice. It. I'm picturing like a some sort of apple dessert. Yeah. Like a like a apple strudel is what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's also there's a there's a word that's really close to crumble that is some sort of apple crumble. Oh yeah, an apple apple crumble or something. apple crumble. Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> can't be. Computer, what's an apple crumble? <laughs> An apple crumble is a type of dessert made by hey. chopped apples, cinnamon, nutmeg, and a streusel topping made of oats and brown sugar. It is a simplified version of an apple pie, eliminating the need for a crust. Computer, stop! <laughs> so, uh, the crumble is is thick this year, and people uh, people have lights up now christmas everybody put up christmas lights in the past two days yeah i actually put mine like i put mine halfway up like before even thanksgiving yeah and then i just like left them and now it's like mid-november or mid-december and like it's just like all sloppily halfway done and everybody's got theirs like decked out yeah and i was the first to have mine up but apparently gonna be the last one to to finish it so i wasn't gonna decorate and then everybody next to me decorated and like went all out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and did all you're talking about having crimble here. Like, well, if you're not yeah. decorating, like your crimble level now is I look minimal. At, I look out of place. So I didn't really have a lot, but what I did, I had like a string. Remember, we used to have it like in the background on the podcast. Yeah, or like stringing around the table, like a little string of Christmas lights. Yeah, it's like six foot. Yeah, I took that, I plugged it in outside. I did like a diagonal thing so I could try to cover as much of the house as I could. Yeah, but that's not very much. I mean, it's a very small. It's it's. There's lights. There's lights on the house. Okay. There's Christmas yeah, lights on the you. house. You know what you can also do um, for some some cheap Christmas decorations? I think a thing was you take popcorn and you string it through like a, a needle and thread. Yeah. And you make like a popcorn, popcorn, um, what would you call it? Like uh, like it's like string with popcorn on it. Yeah, yeah. it's like so that's uh, that's a thing you could do. If what's you're, the stuff? The it's like uh, it's like th- like thistle. That's not it. Some sort of tinsel. <laughs> 
popcorn uh, tinsel. Whatever, like, like a garnish. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wouldn't the birds eat it? If you had popcorn outside I mean, your house? You have, no, I'm thinking more. Yeah, yeah. I guess outside, yeah, it's probably going to get attacked by some birds. Yeah, you got birds out there. You there's going to be spray ants it with on like it. A, like a glue, you know, like an aerosol glue. To poison them? To, I mean, it's going to, I mean, it's it might poison, poison one birds. of them and then the rest will <laughs> learn. Learn, yeah. You they're, think they're going to learn? Uh, did you see that they taught a bunch of dogs how to drive cars? No. Yeah, they took a bunch of dogs and they taught them how to drive cars. I mean, if they can, <laughs> if they could teach women how to drive cars, right? I'm, right. Hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they fucking they took these dogs. They put them in a driving simulator, right? Where they got uh, they got a paddle over here for go, paddle over here for stop. They got a steering wheel. And they like pulled it around and then had them like, you know, go around turns. Took them 40 days to train these three dogs. Were they golden retrievers? No, they were three different types of dogs and they were all from a shelter. They were all oh, oh, from prison. They're not like a prison super dogs. smart high end dog here. No, this is just any regular dog. And that's what they were trying to prove that like they could teach any dog how to do it. And then they put them in a car. That was set up with the same thing. It had like extenders for the gas and brake that they could hit with their paws. And then they drove around a track. And, uh, you know, the future's now. They yeah, also we- had Neuralinks in, I think. The Elon Musk brain chip. Mm-hmm. So they're getting smarter. It's, and are they, what's the it's point It's like of simultaneously that? frightening and heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Like I'm picturing these cute dogs, you know, with their tongues out, like controlling these cars, but it's also terrifying in the sense. Yeah, they were that, cute. I mean, they're operating giant cars, and they're strapped in, which was weird. They were stand. They had them like propped up and like strapped to this chair, so they're like all. And that's not a dog's natural stance, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering about these dogs though. Hmm. Is, do they know it's Christmas? No, I don't think so. Dogs don't have any concept of time. Yeah, that's probably true. That's why, like, you could leave for uh, for an hour, you could leave for a day, and your dog will act the same way when you come home. Because they don't know. They don't know how long you've been. You've been gone for years. Uh, but, yeah, now I'm going to try to get my dog to drive. Try to teach my dog to drive. 40 days and then you got to have like a very designated driver small dog small people drive how are you gonna how are you gonna get that like are you gonna create like a special seat that gets your dog like up to the left okay so what i first i have to uh take the car and i need to alter it to where a midget could drive it you do like the you do a couple phone books on the seat you do a cup like a paper fountain drink cup that's upside down and strapped to the shoe the so shoe. you can press it yeah remember short round oh, oh yeah from uh from indiana jones no well he was a character in indiana jones temple of doom and he was a young kid short round you're talking about harrison ford no harrison ford was a grown man in that movie but he had a sidekick. Harrison Ford had a sidekick. It was a midget. 
he wasn't a midget. He was a child, but he was a, uh, he was like one of those forced to grow up quick type of. He had a rough, rough upbringing. Maybe rough his upbringing. dad drank a lot on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Stole a lot. Harrison Ford said, "Caught him stealing from him." Probably. Are you sure you're not thinking of Dick Tracy? No, I'm not thinking. Of Dick same Tracy. thing happens in Dick Tracy. It does, but the same thing happens. It's a classic tale as old as time. Yeah, you know, guy takes in a wayward young boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, short round. He had these, like, uh, I want to say it was an upside-down cup that was tied to his shoe. It might have just been a little block. Okay, now I'm starting to picture it. Now I'm starting to be able to picture that, like, yeah, like... He couldn't reach the pedals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you set it to where a short round could drive it. Then you alter that into dog... uh, Dog driving. No, I'm thinking, like, I mean, if you have unlimited resources and time you, i do you make a um a special dog suit that makes your dog it's it's essentially like um your dog is the the krang from ninja turtles and uh-huh. you you assemble it like a human-sized body that your dog sits in a control center in the the torso and then your dog essentially controls the suit which yeah, like therefore that. controls the car they did that in rick and morty so like the rick and morty dogs are you familiar with Rick and Morty? Um, not all of it. It's like the Simpsons. No, I've seen it, but like I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, there's a dog, right? Mm-hmm. So picture a dog. The dog, they give it a a suit, you know. They give it a brain, human brain. Is this boring? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just tired. <laughs> and then the dog, it you know, it could walk and it could drive cars and stuff. Then it gets bad, bad dog. It's a bad dog? It's a bad dog. Well, you'd probably only want to do this with a good dog because, I mean, yeah. you do it with a bad dog, there's a potential for a lot of other harm. But you there. give the dog the body, the body makes the dog bad. Now, does the body does the body know it's Christmas? Yes. Okay, so so by proxy, essentially, the, the dog does know it's Christmas. If it has, if it's attached if it's to the body. In the body, body then yes, it's aware. Yeah, it becomes aware. aware of the Christmas season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Crimble. It's probably pretty crimble. Yeah, that's super crimble. Yeah. That's like top tier crimble. All right. Uh, <clears throat> how long ago did the camera turn off? Oh, shit. Couldn't have been that long. I just saw it. Yeah, I don't think it was that long ago. Well, that's it's it. It's probably a cue, though. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Natural Habitat Recordings.